You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and increase their mental performance while enjoying the foods they love. Do you ever find that you can eat super healthy, super nutritious foods, you find yourself highly motivated for days, weeks, even months at a time, but then something happens, some emotional trigger, um, some situation that you find yourself in that triggers you to go back to the highly processed, highly palatable foods, sweet foods, and your cravings feel like you can't control them and you find yourself slipping back into old habits. You're feeling frustrated and, you know, you really are starting to feel fatigued and just tired of trying to control your emotions or trying to control your eating. This is starting to drain on you and you're starting to feel like you just don't have the energy for it anymore. So I've been there. My students have been there and I'm going to talk to you today about why trying to manage your cravings might be the thing that is actually keeping you stuck. And I'm going to talk to you about what you can do instead, how you can shift your focus and what you're spending your energy on so that it does not feel like an uphill battle all the time. So this is a Facebook Live that I did that I am sharing with you on this topic so that you can feel a sense of peace when you're eating and be able to eat in a way that is both nourishing, pleasurable, and also that allows you to meet your weight loss goals, but without feeling like it's a struggle. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm going to, I'm Rashonda Yates, and today I'm going to talk to you about why you should stop managing your food when it comes to emotional eating and what you should start managing instead so that you can release emotional eating once and for all and meet your weight loss goals so you can have more energy and show up and make a bigger impact in the world um, and just live life to the fullest. So if you are catching the replay, thank you so much for catching the replay. Um, hashtag replay if you do catch it and I will come and say hello and again you know in case you're new to me I'm Rashonda Yates and I help um, servant-hearted leaders to uh, stop emotional eating so that they can make the impact that they want to have in the world I do this by helping them to gain more mental clarity and focus and energy because when you let go of emotional eating you get so much energy back, both mentally and physically. So we're going to talk about, again, um, one of the big mistakes that I see so many people making, which is trying to spend so much time and energy and focus managing your food um, and what to do instead so that you can have the results that you want. And, you know, if you are like most um, women who struggle with emotional eating, chances are you have experienced some of these. And I, you know, am going to raise my hand, too, because I've experienced all of these myself. Um, Having a knowledge of nutrition and healthy eating, um, but continually choosing not to stick with what you know is best for you. 
um, binging on highly processed foods and sugary foods, especially in the evening, um, craving a lot of sweet foods or craving a lot of highly processed, highly palatable foods, doing well for a, a period of time, but then slipping back into old habits, feeling frustrated trying to control your portions, but feeling like you're losing control over and over and over again, or the feeling of not being able to stop once you start. And if you can relate to any of this, again, you're not alone. All of my students have dealt with all of these emotions, and so have I, and I've helped um, my students to overcome all of these. And, you know, if you are like the students who I've worked with, you might be wanting to experience less stress, um, being able to handle your emotions without overeating, um, being able to recognize cravings, but then move on from them or move through them without acting on them, or just being able to feel like you're free to live your life, um, feeling like you can confidently and bravely show up to go after opportunities that you know will help you to make the impact that you're here to make. So a big trap that I see many people falling into is trying to manage your food primarily when it comes to overcoming emotional eating. You're spending all your focus doing things like trying to control your portions, cutting out certain foods that you feel are trigger foods, um, meal prepping, um, you know, trying to find a lot of healthy re recipes. And, you know, this can probably feel like you're just spending all of your time and energy thinking about food all the time. Like you're constantly thinking about it. You're constantly researching and it can feel overwhelming. Not to mention how much conflicting advice there is out there about what is the quote unquote best way to eat. So, you know, if you can relate to any of this, um, I want you to know that again, you know, this is total, this is so common. A lot of smart women um, struggle with this and they, they wonder like, why can I figure out so many other things? Why is it that I can solve all of these problems like in my business or in my, um, my nonprofit and I can help other people solve their problems, but yet my weight and my eating is something that I cannot seem to get a handle on. So what you're probably finding is that while you're trying to manage your eating and get your eating under control by restricting your foods or, you know, um, maybe not restricting your foods, but maybe focusing on letting yourself eat whatever you want, you know, or honoring your cravings. But whatever it is, you're finding that it's not getting you closer to where you want to be in terms of your health, in terms of your mental um, capacity, you know, freeing up that mental bandwidth where you're not focusing on food anymore. And you might be feeling like it's an uphill battle, you know, like you just feel frustrated and overwhelmed by all of this. And what you really want is to just be free from it, you know, to be able to just like live your life and do your work and be present and um, just show up as your best self in whatever way that means for you. 
Look, trying to stop emotional eating by managing your food is kind of like going to the gym right after you break a leg. So what you're doing is you are focusing on something that, yes, it is important. You know, strength training is important. But yet if you've just broken your leg, the most important thing to focus on in that moment is actually healing the broken bone. So it's not a matter of um, managing your emotional eat, uh, yeah, managing your emotional eating by trying to manage your food. It's a ma- it's a matter of putting your focus on being aware of your emotions and healing before you move on to, you know, what is the best way to eat. And so, what I'm going to talk about is. Um, you know, exactly how you can start to become more aware of your emotions. And it's going to be a surprising approach that you may or may not have heard before. But see, when it comes to stopping your emotional eating, it's a matter of really managing your awareness of your emotions. So instead of managing your food, I want you to manage your awareness of your emotions. So I've got some notes here to just kind of keep me organized. But if you keep trying to change your eating habits by managing your food um, without addressing the emotions, that the emotions that are, by the way, driving, so they're driving your behaviors. And this is why it's so important to just have that awareness of your emotions, because you know, what we do is not based on our long-term planning self. Um, you know, research has shown that most of what we do is based on our habits, but our habits are driven by our emotions. So, for example, if you have, if you know that you are um, planning to, you know, eat, maybe say you, pl- you wake up in the morning, and you plan your meals for the day because you know that you want to be healthier, you know you want to lose weight, you know you want to have more energy, and you wake up in the morning and you set your plan for the day and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go, I've got my plan, but then boom, 5, 6 p.m. hits and it's been a long day, um, you've had a lot of pressure on you, you've had a lot of stressors throughout the day, and what happens? you start to feel emotional in that moment. You start to have cravings. You start to feel tired, exhausted, and you start feeling like all you want to do is just check out. You want to zone out, you know, sit down, watch some Netflix, um, and just like eat a pizza or eat some chocolate. And what I want you to notice is that in that moment, even though you had well-laid plans, your emotions hijacked that moment. So if you keep trying to change what you eat without addressing this, then what you're going to be doing is you're going to keep kind of going one step forward and two steps back. You will be able to um, do what you plan for so long, for only so long before you hit that point where you just can't, you know, white knuckle it anymore. 
And that's where emotional awareness comes in. Because when you work with emotional awareness, that is the opposite of white knuckling it. And so instead of weakening your willpower, you're actually strengthening, strengthening it. So once you have um, your, the qualities that you need, once you have developed the qualities that you need on the inside, then you can start to shift what is on the outside to support that inner state. So here's what I mean by that. The more you develop your emotional awareness, that is developing your inner circumstances. That is being in control of your inner world. Your um, your most powerful self is on the inside of you. See, a lot of people, they want to try and manage the world on the outside. So they'll try to remove the triggers, um, remove the foods from the house, um, avoid certain, you know, I remember when I was teaching and when my emotional eating was really at its worst, I literally tried to find a route home that would not take me by fast food <laughs> places, you know, um, trying to avoid your triggers, um, trying to control your partner and, you know, what foods do they bring into the house and or trying or avoiding social gatherings because you're afraid of what foods are going to be there. And again, like I get all of this. I've been I've been there, you know, and when we're trying to avoid our triggers or when we're trying to remove all these triggers from ourselves or distract ourselves from <clears throat> being triggered, what we're doing is we are putting all of the power, we're giving our power away to our external environment, to our external world. And here's the truth. The power is actually inside of you, you know? And so not that, you know, um, having our environment set up to support us is, is a bad thing because it's not. I do that. I support, I support myself with my environment. But until I had the internal circumstances that would allow me to, um, to choose to be in alignment with the choices that I was making with through my environment, through my habits, through the way that I ate, then nothing that I did would ever be consistent and actually yield the results on a long-term basis that I wanted in my life. And so maybe that's something that you can relate to as well. So where can we start to shift this? And um, one place that I started, and it may be surprising to you, is to actually start to use your cravings to your advantage. So um, one of the things that I have talked about um, in my programs is this concept called craving comp cravings compass. And this is the idea that when you work with your cravings instead of against them, you can turn your cravings from an enemy into an ally because what your cravings can do is point you in the direction of where you want to go. That's what our cravings can do for us when we start to embrace them with curiosity. You know, when we start to actually um, work with them instead of against them, 
we can start really using them to kind of be a North Star of sorts to where um, lead, taking us away from where we don't want to be and pointing us to where we want to be. So next time you notice a craving or a trigger, instead of doing what most of us do, which is avoiding or distracting or numbing, which are all methods of turning away from that craving or trigger, I want you to instead turn toward it. I actually want you to actually sit with that craving or trigger, which is going to require you to pause. And before you can even pause, it's going to require you to be more aware of it. And so, but those two things, they're so simple, but they are two of the most powerful actions that we can do because when we are pausing and being more aware that allows us to start to build our own internal strength and our own internal power to be able to choose our behaviors no matter what is happening outside of us no matter how exhausted we feel no matter how um you know how much stress we're under how much pressure we're under we we do have that power and we can start learning that power when we pause and become more aware which is going to require turning toward that feeling of discomfort rather than turning away from it and if you're thinking oh my god like that's the whole point i can't do that that is you know i can't that's hard to do i don't want to experience that feeling I feel like my head is going to explode when I have a craving and all I want to do is just, you know, eat the pizza just so I can get out of that pain. Don't worry, I got you. Um, this is exactly why I created a four, um, four step training that helps you to do exactly this. It's going to support you to get through cravings without giving in. And it is basically me coaching you through this process and helping you to install it into your life. When you apply the tools that you'll learn inside this audio training, this free training, by the way, you will discover that you can shift through cravings um, without giving into them. And the more that you use it, the faster it works. So for me, most of the time, if I ever have a craving or a trigger, I can get through them within 30 seconds most of the time. And so I'm going to um, offer that to you. So all you have to do, if you would like to download this free audio training, drop a four in the comments. Um, you can also DM me if you'd like as well. And you can grab that free audio download. So thank you so much for listening to this live. Please drop hashtag uh, replay below if you are catching the replay so I can come back and thank you. And I will catch you on another one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools 
over on Instagram. You can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.